0: Let's talk about sleep today. It's only fitting, I mean, what, we're 60-something episodes into this podcast called Time Empires, but I've never done an actual episode about sleep. No, I'm not a wellness professional, a doctor, a physician, or anything close, but I am a human and a mom who's been building a business for over six years now, plus before that. Um, I've been momming, you know, like seven years plus at this point. But, um... I wanted to address sleep and specifically, I want you to know that you have this episode on tap anytime you find yourself negotiating with yourself, like, no, I really should do this one extra thing. I really, wait, I stayed up this long. I really just need to finish blah, 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 What I want is to offer a reality check and you know better than anyone, you're the boss, do what you need to do but I want you to have this episode as an audio permission slip in case you need it to go the F to sleep. You may or may not get that reference. Uh, Jennifer Garner, Samuel L. Jackson, the children's book back in the day. Um, For real though, I tried recording an episode a few weeks ago, or maybe it was the week before I went to Sedona with my friends a few weeks back and it was like so silly. I recorded this episode five times, maybe not five times, But at least two or three times. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually getting sillier and sillier as I go. And you're gonna be like, now you're gonna wanna hear it. By the way, if you're listening to this, please take a screenshot and tag me at some point with your favorite aha. I do love hearing whatever your favorite takeaway is and being lazy with Instagram stories and clicking to reshare. So thank you in advance (laughs) for that. And your reviews too, right? I need to be better about asking for reviews. Um, Anyway. Okay, I was trying to record this episode and it was just ridiculous. It made no sense. It was incoherent. And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to close my laptop and go to bed because sometimes the most valuable return on your investment comes from closing your eyeballs. And sleep is a very sensitive topic. I realize, especially if you have young children. Back in the day when I was writing a blog for fun called Stories from a Screensaver, I wrote a two-part series on good sleep comes to those who wait was the title of it. And it was our sleep training journey with Bryson. And oh, good gracious, even that is going to trigger the eye rolls because there's so many different opinions on sleep training. I'm not even talking about that. I just wanna say that it's such a sensitive topic because if you are getting sleep and you have a young one at home, then you're like super grateful, but then you might actually be scared to say anything and celebrate because you know that other people who had babies around the same time as you are like trying to poke their eyes out with a pencil eraser because they're not getting more than like however much sleep at a time, right? So it's so touchy and so personal. And especially in that first year or first six months, first three months, whatever. Um, So I remember just being like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to have to hide all of these people who have babies that have been sleeping like 12 hours a night, practically since they were born, you know? And so I get it. And I want to add that disclaimer that I understand there are all kinds of factors here at play. Maybe you also have a day job and legit, you can only work at night or something like that. So I get it. But I just want to say, again, the permission slip is here for you to the degree that it's practical and only you can really decide and maybe tag in your best friend if you're not able to fully see the picture, because she could probably find some times for you. Really to just try and prioritize sleeping when you can. And this is really annoying. I get it because also whenever you have a baby and people are like, sleep when the baby sleeps and you're like... If that, I want to take a shower, I want to call my friends, I want to get some work done, I want to do like sit on the couch and watch my Netflix show or whatever it is. Again, do what you need to do. But if you're constantly feeling tired, this is just an accountability check-in. Maybe you just need more sleep. And I remember back in the day I was talking, I know I've shared this somewhere on an episode before where I was talking about with Deke, Jeremy deployed, my husband deployed when he was like three weeks old. So I had Bryson who was just over four and he was in preschool and then newborn Deaky. And so Jeremy left and my parents had been there for a few weeks and then they left and it was up to me. And I'm like, okay, so there's that saying, if it is to be, it's up to me. And so I quickly survival mode realized, oh, this is different when you have two kids, like with, with Bryson I was working from home most days and he just had daycare, but that wasn't even until six months. So basically I had the luxury and privilege, legit privilege. And I completely recognized that to just be able to sleep in with Bryson. It didn't matter. But with Deke, we had to get Bryson to school every day, Monday through Friday, he would go in the mornings and then he would stay two afternoons a week. And so we had to get up and get out of the house. And then some days we would come right back home and go right back to sleep. And it was so sweet those days where he would just snuggle and fall asleep on me. Um, Those days were very short-lived because he quickly outgrew my surface area of my torso (laughs) and that just didn't work. And now I can't really sleep with him next to me at all. But Sidebar, the point is I knew when I was solo momming the two of them, especially in that season of life that I needed help. I needed an extra adult that I could trust. So I hired a sitter that I had met while I was pregnant because she was actually a massage therapist and I met her through our Terminix guy at the time. (laughs) You do what you gotta do. You could also use something like care.com. My friend Morgan McDonald, her episode, we talk about childcare and how they found childcare in, hang on. all kinds of different countries while they were traveling a few years ago. But anyway, so I had met Kanani. She was amazing. And I was like, wait, she mentioned babysitting. And so I connected with her again. I was like, would you be able to come watch Deacon while I go get my hair done or something like that? So once upon a time, I went and got my hair done while she came over. It wasn't a revenue generating activity is my point here. It wasn't a revenue generating. It wasn't like, okay, it needs to be a air quote, $10,000 an hour task that's going to like really propel my business forward that I hired the babysitter for. And sometimes I hear a lot of conversation where it's like, if you're going to have a sitter and you're going to hire or you're going to delegate help, then make sure that you're doing something that is equal or greater than whatever you're paying them. And I'm like, yeah, but I actually went and spent money on my hair and it was great and totally worth it. And then sometimes she would come over and I would actually just go upstairs and take a nap. Because I realized that it was a zero sum game in the sense that if I was going to be tired the next morning, I was going to be the one suffering the consequences because I had to get these guys or get the little guy to school, you know, and take care of the other one. So this may seem like Captain Obvious to you. I just wanted to share my experience and perspective to be like, dude, sometimes you just need to hire a babysitter, qualified second set of hands and eyeballs and a heart who cares about your little one so that you can sleep. And so you can take the pressure off of yourself that just because you have a sitter for a day or a night or an afternoon or an hour that you have to go like be the most productive, efficient, whatever business owner. Sometimes you just need to sleep. It's literally that simple. Whenever I we moved to Texas a couple years ago, I started to notice I was really, really tired. And I know that our, our bodies and our minds, it's all really connected, but somehow I ended up It was, I don't know that it was ever actually adrenal fatigue, but maybe burnout, basically my my adrenal glands were, maybe still are, just tired, just a little tired, like leaning over for a stretch break on the side of the track. (laughs) And so I did a lot of blood work and I've gotten really intrigued by functional medicine. By the way, uh, sidebar. Elisa Vitti has a book called Woman Code that I bought years ago, but I just finally started reading it and it's so good and really, really interesting. So if you are a woman, I highly recommend reading it, Woman Code, um, because it's really just about hormones and our endocrine system and how it tends to be this like huge question mark and a mystery. And she talks about her own journey of healing her PCOS with food and lifestyle changes and stuff. So anyway, if you're a woman. Highly recommend Woman Code, Elisa VD. It's a purple book. So, okay, sidebar. The point is I was really overcomplicating things as to what the cause might be, what the solutions might be. And then later I went, maybe a few months later after some testing, I went to a medical doctor, like an MD. And she was like, you know, I get it. But she was like, "I, I would say all of these labs look healthy and normal. And that really, you might just need more sleep. Like you might actually just need a little bit, you know, cleaner, whole foods or whatever, like real food for your body, a little bit more movement and some sleep. So try that and see how you feel. And I was like, oh, right. That could be it because it's so easy to overcomplicate things. I have a whole podcast episode called Let It Be Simple that I can link to in the show notes. But I just want to say, if you're feeling funky right now, I don't know, again, I'm not a medical doctor, not pretending to be one on TV or podcast, but as your friend tour through the earbuds, I just want to say maybe perhaps you could experiment with just prioritizing your sleep a little bit, whether it's a nap instead of caffeine I've even been doing that actually. I'm very proud of myself. Let me anchor that memory in because I feel like I was psychologically and physiologically addicted to caffeine. I would do AdvoCare Spark like a day, every every day for, I don't know, probably years now. And so I'm now down to like a quarter of a scoop and I'm really proud of myself for that. Um, just experimenting because I feel like I was totally dependent on it just to even feel normal. And that's another thing that can affect our hormones. It's chicken and the egg, right? But, um, if you find yourself reaching for the caffeine in the afternoon and you're just like, <sighs> I just want to reflect, just offering it up. Don't swap me through the microphone. Um, that it might just be that you need to prioritize your sleep. And I, again, understand it's not always that easy, but sometimes I'm going to be honest with you because I'm going to also be honest with me, Nikki, staying up late watching Netflix. There's a time and place for that, but sometimes you just need to be like, look, if I want to feel better tomorrow, if I want to feel present tomorrow, if I want to actually have some mental focus or a chance at mental focus tomorrow, why not experiment with going to bed earlier? And the reason why this is top of mind for me right now is that uh, Jeremy, my husband, just went over the rainbow going active duty for a little bit. And so I'm solo momming this month for the first time in a long time. I mean, for a month at least. Yeah, I haven't been solo moming for a month or more in a while, uh, because he's in the reserve. So he's home pretty much all the time now. And so I know whenever it's just me with the boys, like it was years ago, it's up to me to be able to get everybody up and going in the morning. Now, sometimes we're going to be late. Okay. This morning we got a tardy slip and I'm fine with that. I actually don't get been out of shape over that. I'm like, I could be yelling and we could be stressful and la 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 or like we're bad people because we're late and I just don't subscribe to that. So we were a few minutes late, all was well. But I'd rather not be. I would rather us wake up on time. I would rather us feel energized. And for me, I know because I only have so much time in the day and I'm shuffling them here and there, making sure, especially once the afternoon hits and everybody's home or awake, from the nap, cause Diki does still nap, thankfully. I understand that. I'm very lucky he's three and a half, almost three and a half and still naps too for like at least a couple hours really. So again, grateful, hashtag blessed. But um, you know, when you hit like the witching hour, you know what I'm talking about. Like when it's dinner, bath, bedtime, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna be able to think or revisit whatever I was doing earlier, like four hours from now, I'll see you again later. And that's like, it requires your energy. It requires your energy or someone else's energy, meaning you need to hire help. You know, the whole mother's keeper, mother's helper thing. That sounds like a good plan for summertime when it's, oh my gosh, when there's no school. Ah! Father's helper as well, because usually daddy's the one actually give Jeremy all the credit because he really does. He's, he's our, he carries a heavy load, you know, and now that he's home, I'm like, here you go, they're yours you can do this. Um, but now that it's been two years, I think I got to start taking back some of those responsibilities for dinner, bath, bedtime. Um, anyway, this is it permission to go to sleep permission to just try it. Um, check out the woman code book. If you're overanalyzing everything and maybe you there, maybe there are issues going on again, really do check out the woman code. If you have any kind of hormonal or adrenal imbalances or something like that, check out the woman code book and her videos on YouTube. She's got tons of stuff, um, free content. That's really, really helpful and recommendations for products because even the stuff that we're putting on our skin can be impacting our hormones and we don't even realize it. Blood sugar, like balancing our blood sugar, making sure we're eating regularly throughout the day, all of that stuff. But that's like sidebar conversation. I should probably have her on the podcast. I should. Um, But today I just wanted to say, sometimes it's as simple as just getting more sleep. I also have been playing with this aura ring. You might've seen me post it on Instagram. I mentioned it in passing years ago and then randomly Jeremy bought it as a Christmas present for me two years ago, but we didn't end up ordering it until this last Christmas. So it got stretched over two Christmases and I've been wearing it every night while I sleep this year so far. And it's really interesting. I'm not a biohacker by any stretch of the imagination. Like I'll eat a can of Pringles in a day. I'm not like a bulletproof coffee, like, you know, whatever, micro dosing, whatever it's called. Like, I'm not a biohacker by any means. I'm just talking about the most basic, basic thing, which is, hey, try sleeping more. But I've been using this aura Ring and I sleep with it. And then in the morning it syncs to this app and tells me about like how much my REM sleep versus deep sleep, total sleep, how much, like how my restfulness was. My restfulness hasn't been very good lately, which just means whenever you're like, you just... I keep being like, oh, wow, I'm waking up a lot. Flip over to the other side. Oh, wow, I'm waking up again. Okay, flip over to the other side. But it's really interesting. And honestly, even though it's not, I'm not changing my lifestyle in big, obvious ways because of whatever I'm seeing, I am totally more mindful of my sleep. So to me, it was worth the investment just to be like, okay, I have the data. I know I want to get, like, I get competitive with myself and I want to get a good sleep score that has the little crown on it. And it's like, yeah, and it encourages you and it'll tell you like whenever I've had kind of a cold or allergy situation and my heart rate or temperature goes up, it's like, oh, it seems like you're on the decline right now. It's just interesting. And it goes along with a theme that I think I have mentioned in a previous podcast of loving attention. It's not something I want to be super obsessive about, but just giving my sleep some loving attention this year in particular, like I said, especially since I started with that ring um, and just being able to track it more has been a positive thing. And I wanted to share that with you because it has made me more mindful. Like my ideal bedtime is between 9.30 and 10.30, which I knew that intuitively just based on life experience. If I would get in bed before 10 o'clock, I'd be like, ooh, look at me, in bed before 10 o'clock. But then I would scroll on my phone and then it's, oh, 10.45, oh, now it's 11, oh, now it's after 11 o'clock. And I would scroll, scroll, scroll. But now that I have this to track me and hold me accountable, I'm much less likely to do that. Of course, I still do it sometimes. Or if I'm in the zone binge watching a show, then you gotta do what you gotta do. But for the most part, it feels so good to be prioritizing my sleep more. And I definitely do feel my clarity coming back. And I don't know, it's, I'm sure, a cocktail of things and time and trying this and that and this and that. But I wanted to record this particular episode on sleep to highlight the fact that in the naptime empire's world, sometimes the nap is for you. Sometimes, if you need to hire and actually pay another human to come over and handle your life at home for an hour or two so that you can get some rest, that is a beautiful ROI. Please do it. Please take care of you. And also, just a little tough love reality check I know like there's t shirts and mugs and all these things that are like tired as a mother and all of that. And again, I get it. I get it. And yet, we're going to burn out. It is like there there's not this is it's not sustainable if we're bragging about being tired or how few hours of sleep we got again, newborn moms, plug your ears, earmuffs. You you can only do what you can only do. And I nursed my guys for almost 2 years each, so I understand all of that. But like whatever you can do, just use this as a time like an excuse to just take a few minutes today to check in and be like, "All right. Am I feeling tired? Am I feeling foggy? Is my response time slow? Am I scrolling a lot in bed in particular or right whenever I wake up? Like what can I do to make, oh, who was it? Kate Northrup the other day. And she mentioned sleep is a spiritual practice for her. And I think that's freaking awesome. And just to the degree that we can, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just give yourself a little more sleep. If you can, come up with something. I mean, everyone's gonna have an excuse, let's be honest. There's gonna be all the people I know, but I have you know quintuplets under the age of three months and blah, 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 and like, I get it. But for those of us who our kids are sleeping through the night for the most part, and it's really just our own devices, literally and figuratively, that are keeping us up at night, this is just a call out. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a call out. Because for me, when I would find myself, for example, getting in bed at 9.30 and then what do you know? Oh, it's 11.30. I would think, you know what? 2016 or 2012 Nikki would have to say about this. She would say, put your freaking phone down and get some rest because we're going to be tired tomorrow and it's your fault. (laughs) So anyway, she's smart. She's a wise one. She knows not to take it for granted. So I wanted to pass that along to you in case you need it. If you're burning the midnight oil and you think that that's the only way to do it, I would just challenge you to experiment a bit and see if you let yourself go to sleep when you really genuinely feel like this would be a really beautiful time for me to shut things down and let my body actually rest when it was designed to and for everything to reset overnight while I'm sleeping in the times that it needs to and just experiment because there is a point of diminishing returns when you start to go a little wonky and the stuff like you have a slower response time you know what I mean if you're working late You start to make mistakes, you start to get confused, you have a slower time when you're processing things. It's just like the last episode where I talk about closing the tabs. And so I am i guess I'm just trying to help you get your mind back here. So closing the tabs is an important thing, but also giving your brain actual and your body just time to rest, just quiet time with no input. It would be a gift and you deserve a gift, more than one. All right. Let me know what you think. If you have any great tips for how you've prioritized sleep or found ways to get more sleep, or if you're like me and you legit, you don't have any legit excuses. It's truly just habits that you want to change and you need a little encouragement or you want to celebrate. If you went to bed early, I'm saying like before 10 o'clock, I mean, I want to celebrate with you if you have if you test an early bedtime. According to my aura ring, my ideal bedtime is between like 9:30 and 1015. So if you want to borrow mine and use that as your excuse, you're like, well, I think my ideal bedtime, my optimal bedtime is 9:30 to 1015. We probably have similar schedules, so that's probably true. Give it a go. And just maybe for like three days, one day, three days, seven days, I don't know how long it would take for you to see a difference, but you're worth the experiment. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me. Make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and I'll meet you over there. And then I'll catch you back here soon with another episode. Bye. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, didn't I say free? I'm in Priceless, a rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire builders for deeper discussions, behind-the-scenes scoop, and, of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. NaptimeEmpires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Good job, buddy.